Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Okay, it is February 19th, 2015. This is the regular BOD meeting for the United, uh, United Association of mobile contract cleaners. Um, we're uh, calling to order at 11.04 a.m. Eastern time. Um, roll call, we have Ron Musgrave. Here. Here. Chris Apple. Here. Tony Shelton. Here. Andrew Snyder? Here. Bill Booz? Here. George Clark? Here. Igor Zarek? I don't see Igor on yet. Okay. Um, and Paul Snyder? I don't see Paul on either. Okay. All right. And I'd like to get a motion to approve the minutes from the January 8th meeting. No, Rucker, I make a motion we approve the January 8th minutes. Anybody second? Second, Tony. Okay. Tony Shelton, second. Okay. Um, on to the director's message. Um, okay. Uh, website updates done. Um, as always, updated and added events to uncceventscom Um, we've actually updated the forum and website um, themselves. Just you know, uh, have it upgraded, just updated. Um, <clears throat> communications have been done. Is thank you notes to new and renewing members. Um, upcoming events email, uh, Houston event email, prospects email. Um, we've sent out a total of 1,346 postcards, um, 154 newsletters, two, 23 member packs, 18 hats, and six name badges. Um, and oh, I'm also sorry. I need to report that myself and Lonnie is on the call. Sorry, I apologize. Um, officially in a minute. Okay. Um, membership reports, new members. We've had 30 new contributing members. Um, renewing members this month was 45. Next month we have 39. Um, brings our total to 372 contributing members, 51 associate members, one transition team uh, for a total of 424 members. Um, a financial report, um, the operating account for regions has $1,942.17. Um, 
Education fund has $579.23. Payroll account has $2,500 in it. PayPal right now has $595.74. And I apologize, I did not total that up correctly. One minute. One moment. Okay, brings our total funds available. Oh, sorry, to five thousand six hundred eighteen dollars and fourteen cents. Um, we've had also many committees meet this month. Um, we've had the blogging member uh, committee meeting. We've had an associate member committee meeting. We've had a convention committee meeting. Um, we've also had um, a certification committee me meeting and an environmental committee meeting. Um, and all of these are on track also to meet at least, oh, we've had a newsletter committee meeting this month as well. And all these committees are on track to meet at minimum once a month. Um, and then now moving what on. Week, to, what, week, what week once a month? Um, there, most of them are scheduled on the first week of the month, and um, a few have to roll over to the second week of the month due to time constrictions um, with the first week. Well, you have them on the calendar so that these people don't have to call you or ask you or yes. be guided by you. So you'll have that information there? Yes. And we can so direct them directly... We can direct them directly to that calendar. Yes, and most of them also have their own Facebook groups as well to let them know. When well, the committee who's, on the over, who's on the oversight committee with Gene uh, now? Review that. Okay, pulling it up. I have on the oversight committee, I have Mike Garza, Jason Reeder, and Brian Goolsby, as well as Gene Feigl. I think Jason Reed. Any, uh, any, any of those guys, um, all, all of those guys have renewed? Yes. Go ahead, Doug. I believe Jason Reeder asked to be off it a few months ago, didn't he? Or was it somebody uh, else? That was somebody else, and that was quite a while ago. We replaced him with Brian Goolsby. Okay. Thanks. It was, uh, I believe, John. I believe John Chapman, but I'll, I'll, I do have a record of that. But we replaced whoever yeah. it was with Brian Goolsby. Uh, John yeah. Chapman. And I want, uh, I want the record to show today that Gene Bible's been placed on that committee, and I need record to show it. Yep, it's in. It's on there. Yeah, we'll make a note. I want to make sure yep. it's on it's, there when we bless these minutes next month. Yes, it's noted. Okay. Thank it you. doesn't need to be, but we're going to go ahead and do it. Um, so you guys understand this. I'm going to rough this over with this BOD, and, the, and when I talk about the government of this organization, you guys have to understand this. You guys are over every single committee. You are it. Okay? You don't need to be on a committee. You don't need to chair a committee. You are above the committee. Is there anybody that doesn't understand that? 
you can place or unappoint anybody from a committee. Obviously, I wouldn't circumvent your management without asking them to be placed or removing somebody. But you have the authority. All you have to do is do it. Everybody's clear on that. I should say, is there anybody that's not clear? Okay, everybody is clear. Awesome. Go ahead, Nicole. Um, okay, my first uh, agenda topic is changing the 800 number. What's the reason? Um, mainly, you we were wanting to move from the e-voice over to uh, the AT&T, uh, what, what's it called, I'm sorry, um, over to the AT&T platform. It allows for um, more user interface. We could actually have the number ring to more people. I believe we have more extensions available. Um, it's just a, a, a seemingly use more user friendly um, platform than what we're on now. Yeah, only problem with that is is just like everything we've been trying to do here is financially we can't do it now. So moving out, moving out to a future agenda. Okay. All right. Noted. Okay. Put it on the wish, put it on the wish list. Okay. Got it. All right. Um <clears throat> my next agenda point is um I was Nick Smith. Yeah, Nick, um, so you guys understand what happened. This guy um, does anybody recall the belligerent comments that he made prior to the Orlando event online? Is there anybody out there? I think if Igor was on the call, I think he saw him. Anybody else see those comments besides myself? Anyone? Even Giuliani? I didn't see it. Yes, I've seen them. Thank I you. Saw, I just saw it after it all happened. Right. Well, the guy threatened to hurt, harm somebody. To put it lightly, Lonnie, did he not threaten to beat this guy down at the event? Yes or no? Yeah, yeah, it was, it, yeah he did. There was threats made, and it went way above and beyond normal banter. Yeah. Okay, so I called him up. I said, Nick, you're registered to the event. We're not going to – do not come to the event. I'm sorry. I understand that you may have had a bad day, but we can't have any of this kind of nonsense. You know, we don't we – don't, these are not the things we, you know, nurture. Uh, you're not coming to the event to cause any trouble. We don't have that at events. I just asked him not to come. He had no issue with it at the time, no big deal. So yesterday he gives me a call, um, wants to wants to know if we formally have sent anything to his wife that said he got kicked out of an event. Apparently he's having a 
fraternity issue about he thinks he's dangerous to see his children. I told him, of course not. First of all, you were never thrown out of an event. You were asked not to come to an event. And if your wife had called us, and Nicole, you need to reiterate this if you've screwed the pooch on this again, I think by now you would know better than to answer questions. Yeah, like I haven't had any calls regarding this. Okay. He called me to ask me if the wife had called us to get any type of a statement prior to them going to court. And I yeah. said, no, and we wouldn't talk to your wife anyways uh, because we wouldn't make any comments about it, okay? So now on the side of making you aware of this, you do understand that if we talk about it outside of this forum, we're putting ourselves in a liability. So I've informed you to what's going on. It's pretty much done. And we don't need any more issues with it. Because his allegations were serious, but there's no merit to them. Lonnie? Any contact yes. with anybody on this no. issue? Gossip? No, anything? Are you sure you nothing. didn't get recorded somewhere? Or? No, I didn't. I haven't even had his name in my mouth since. I asked you about the Facebook comments. I haven't discussed him with anybody. I haven't talked to him. Was any gossip or anything talked about the event about this situation? Not that I heard. Okay. All right. And we don't have any issues. You guys do understand your agents of this association. If you make statements, we can be held liable. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. All right. Onward. It's over with. Uh, Atlanta event. Uh, Atlanta event. Um, we have every event for the 2015 calendar done and a, and a contract for 2016 and many of the 2016 events already done, correct? Correct. Okay. We have a, a associates that want to have a meeting. We have a contract. They haven't signed it. It's a month out. What's going to be our policy here? Because, one, we don't want to have unsuccessful events. Right. Um, I think that we need to maintain a policy. We need to put it in writing to all of our associates tomorrow, and we need to explain to them if they do not have a 2016 event locked up, we will not be doing it three weeks before the event next year. Are we all agreed on that? Yes. Yes. What's our date for this year that they need to have it locked up? November? Yes. Or October? Probably October. November starts to get into the holiday season already and just, you know, starts filling up for spring bridal parties and all that stuff. So I would say October. Anybody opposed to this? 
Okay, now we'll make that a policy, and you'll put a, a release out to the associates that we're not doing anything. Getting back to this event, we're going to send Linda and Ari a letter. They need, they need it. We need a check for the entire event plus 25% any overcost. Would you say that the 25% overcost is a good padding or not? I do. Nicole? I do. Sorry, yes. Um, I was writing. I do. Okay. Because the what what the check for the event will already entail is the taxes and service charges for the hotel as well. We've already, you know, in the contract we get those statements. Um, and then the plus 25%, you know, will cover any possible um, audiovisual that needs to come up or um, any, it just any, it covers a, a whole spectrum of, of items. So. Okay, well then you need to have a BOD letter go out to them. I want a day approval on this, so I want the BOD to read it to make sure that they're happy with it. And if they don't read it, then that's their own fault. But write it up that, you know, we're, if you want to sign this contract, we need this much money from each one of you, and we'll need it by what day of next week to sign this agreement. Tuesday, Wednesday? Uh, sooner the better. It was uh, probably Tuesday, so I can have some time to be able to handle it with being in Houston. Okay. Well, I think you'll have Monday more time on be, your hands. Yeah, Monday would be ideal, but Tuesday is, is probably best for all parties involved. Well, you probably need to come in on Saturday morning and send the letter because you're going to need 24 hours, according to our policy, to have the letter sit yeah. for the BOG approved. Yeah, so, I'm going to try and have it posted this afternoon for approval. So if it and then you can send it tomorrow. Okay. Right. Yes. And what? Check. Double check your math and the dollar amounts, because you don't want yes. to be wrong. Right. Okay? Right. Like I said, it'll include taxes, service fees, and yeah. um, hey, if, you know. So that money has to go into that associate education fund account yeah. and not. It is not yeah, our money. Operating. Right, I'm clear. Okay. Um, we do have deposits for a couple of the other national events. The only one we don't have is Atlantic City. Is that correct? Correct. No, okay. no, Charleston. It's Charleston. Charleston. Okay. We got a little bit of time to get the deposit. Right, right. I am staying in contact with her weekly of letting her know, you know, we're, we're, we've got it on our calendar. We are doing this, you know, so if anything comes okay. up, she's to contact us immediately, you know, okay. for us. To, hey, I'm going to go to Andrew, okay? It's February what right now? 19th. It's the 19th. So we're technically two full months out from Atlantic City right now, correct? Correct. Okay. Andrew, the the way 
that people find out about the events are simply through postcard, email, and UAMCCEvents.com. Um, what, what I noticed, not your fault, but what we need to do is maybe put the convention committee on some smaller tasks, assign some, some smaller things for them in the way of finding out about local transportation, finding out about the local entertainment, finding out about alternative hotels. We don't have no agreement with this hotel, so if we had some alternative options, it's always good to have. Now, obviously, this, this is a huge hotel that is not going to fill up probably, but in case it did, let's not have a reaction. Let's be prepared and have those, have those listed on the site. Are you in front of a computer? Are you in front of a computer, Andrew? No, I'm not. I'm in my truck. Okay. If you get in front of the computer and you go to UNCC events, your committee has control of three sources of information on three different events. That's Atlantic City, that's Charleston, and that's Orange County. And I know we're ramped up on working on just, you know, Atlantic City, but let's face it, you're going to be done with that in a couple of days. And then the focus is going to be on Charleston again and Orange County. So what you might want to do is get your team and say, here's our hotel information, here's the zip code at which we're in, let's find either a local guy to help us with this information that knows the area. I'll give you an example. We were looking for shuttle service in Houston. Doug went over and looked at the hotel. He did the walkthrough for us. Doug missed the sign that said transportation. It was lit up in neon lights right there. And we struggled to find transportation from the airport to that hotel when that hotel had a transportation company on site. Now, that's just a slip-up. That's how that can happen. So we need to do a little bit more due diligence and talking to more local people, because sometimes the local people know the deals. They know, oh, yeah, don't use that national company. There's a local company. They'll take you from the airport for 10 bucks versus 35 or whatever. We need to try to find those. And sometimes your committee, it's, it might be like a, me, a menial thing, but we need advice on hotels. We don't want to send somebody to a, a, a flea bag as an alternative either. So we would rather have somebody like Mario or uh, Colm, and then sometimes Colm wants to send it to Taj Mahal. So we got to remind Colm that we're not looking for the Taj Mahal. We're looking for, you know, the same rate medium hotel that we got right now. That's what we want. You know, we're not looking for the Ritz Carlton. Yeah, he's so, there. He's there. He's there right now this week, and he's he's going through all those scenarios. Mm-hmm. We've already talked about that. Right. But what I'm saying, you as being on that team, let's not put it all on column. Let's let these people that are on your team feel like they're contributing. 
these are some menial things that take time that need to be done for three events of yours. And boy, I'd like to have it now rather than tomorrow. You know, yeah, I mean, we, it's not we, just... We, we understand this. We've had uh, one major meeting where you have another one scheduled for next Tuesday. Uh, we should have we should have some finalization on all of that probably by the end of next week, which still puts us but, a month and a half ahead for emails and postcards and everything else. But are you thinking? But are you thinking about? Are you thinking about South Carolina and Orange County? Are we? No, I don't think. Well, I think it's in our mind, but we're trying to come up with a you know an agenda that will work for all of them is what our uh, our original goal. Right. The, and the agenda is probably something you don't take out of your scope. I'm saying your committee members, give them these tasks. Let them do it. It's yeah, they're easy all, for them they're all, to do Everybody seems to be pretty aggressive on our Facebook uh, thing. Once somebody mentions something, it seems like everybody chirps in and gives their opinion and gives other ideas. So uh, I think everybody's doing a great job on that, the people that were on, are on the committee are doing a great job by adding extra stuff in, coming up with other ideas outside of where we've been in the past. I'm going to tell you, the diamond on that hole, that diamond in the rough is Steve Button. He's got some dynamite stuff. Yeah, for sure. I mean, everybody's doing their part, that's for sure. Nobody's, like, just on the committee and not doing anything on it. Okay. But remember, what I'm telling you is that next month, you may want to just put some of those menial things in play. Because <laughs> I would like to fill, I would like to give a, a fill on Orange County being in November and also Charleston being in September. Now, I don't know how much you think, but I'm telling you right now, as the convention committee chairperson, Literally everything by design of what you guys do. And we're going to give you some guidance, okay? We're not going to let you fail. But, I mean, I want you to understand that my hopes is, is that we have the convention up by next month also. And that we have the environmental one up also. I think that sometimes you guys are worried. You have to remember that we've done these things so many times that you really have all the resources. You just need to figure out how you're going to plug everything in. Now I'm going to go to Lonnie and ask her. We already, we already have an agenda. We already have an agenda set up for this show. We're just now finding what works best, what people are interested in hearing, and then filling up our other seven speaker spots. Right. Right. But I'm, what I'm asking you is, is that I need, my urgency here is, we have an empty slot for a national convention, and we have an empty slot for a national environmental show. It's empty. Yep. And I know yeah. we're working, I know we're working on Atlantic City. I got it. But I'm telling you, ask your committee to look, ask some of these underlinking people that you have as volunteers to look beyond that and start helping you with that. You know, start start going that. Because you're right, this Atlantic City, you're probably going to close everything up next week. And then it's done. And then we just go. You know, Atlantic City's on the, on the burner. 
But we, we really, we really got to get it. Now, I'm going to go to Lonnie because I'm going to ask her this question. I've asked her before. Do you have the compiled list of all of the UAMCC speakers from the past? Yes, it's on OneDrive. Okay. Why is it not on his Facebook group where he can see it? The convention committee needs this information. They might, they, might, they might be not utilizing resources that they weren't aware of that they have. Huh? Yes, absolutely. I'll get to put it on there right away. And, I, and I'm only going to ask you one thing. You went through every event and put down every speaker. Yes, I did. Yeah. So Jason Evers is on there. I believe he is, yes. Okay. Hey, guys, off topic, I just want to throw this at you real quick, Andrew, before I forgot. Uh, Rick Atkins, I was talking to you about him before. He's going to you be have to put that. I emailed you that invoice. So you want to put that in? And, uh, so uh, I would see if you could get him to speak in Atlantic City. You're going to get that time. I'm going to understand if your numbers and you know, how to My name's mute. Since he's got a lot of students. Yes, and Rick has, Rick has actually sent me his, he just recently sent me his class list of subjects that he can teach. Okay, I missed that because somebody was talking. What was that again, Bill? If you want, I really recommend that you gobble up Rick Atkins. He comes to a lot of our shows. He's a good guy from Virginia. I was talking to him before. He's trying to get to that million, and he paid a consultant like eighty grand a year or two ago, and he wants to talk about all that. He's uh, been doing this 20 to 30 years. I think his dad did it before. But he's a fan of ours, and he's at the Bethlehem show right before yours. And, and, and you know, they've got him speaking. He keeps coming to our shows. We need him speaking with us, I feel like. And uh, Leilani said she's got a list of his speaking topics. I, I think you guys should check him out. Okay, once, once I get that list in my hands, then we'll uh, we'll fill the other speaker spots, and then we'll move on to South Carolina. Okay. Hey, Andrew, let me let me explain something to you. So that, and maybe you're not aware of it. Um, All these other meetings... I know you're going like, I don't have Atlantic City to entertain the thought of somebody getting practice. All these other meetings, you don't realize you control. And what I mean by controlling is if you got this Rick Atkins and we, like Bill wants to try him, I told you he can't come to the National Convention and be his first engagement. You have other shows that you can just say, hey, I need Rick to speak in Atlanta. I need Rick to speak in Wisconsin. I need Rick to speak in Kentucky. Did you understand you had that authority? Yeah, yeah, we talked about that once. Okay, I just but want I, you to I, understand I, that. And, we're, again, we're waiting on that list so we can see a compile of people. We, have, You know, I have a pretty good idea. And I, I, I apologize. apologize. I apologize for taking so long. I went back through the UMCC list, and me and Colin went through there and looked at all the speakers that have spoken in the past and kind of talked about what we're kind of chasing. Uh, I think each show that we're thinking of will have a theme according and then kind of go from there, you know, like your environmental yeah. show is environmental. This show could be uh, something else. Uh, National Convention can have one room that's going to be just talking about, you know, 101s and then have a, an expert class and have a sales room class. Just do, or different people get different ideas from different people all the way around. Yeah. Well, at the National Convention, why don't we do a real roundtable where we have nine tables with topics on them and have a couple of experts at each table 
and have a roundtable discussion, you know, open an open setting like that for like an hour, that's hour what, and a half. That's what that's what is already intended to be used uh, at Atlantic City as just a breakout session with topics at the table, considerable. Okay, it's very important that you get cards for placement on those tables, and and I gotta explain I gotta explain something to you. I, I gotta explain something to you. This is where you need your little warriors. Lonnie and Nicole will not be getting those cards for you. You're gonna have to put one of your warriors in charge of getting that accomplished. You know, I, I want you to, I want I want you to clearly understand that if Nicole and Lonnie died, that this show will go on without them. They're not. They they're, they they have no. Nothing to do or involved with it at all from the basis of your committee running it. Your committee will greet people. Your committee will hand badges out. Your committee will keep track of people. Your committee will hand them the iPad and get them to join along with some membership committee members that will have there. And this is you the know, route we're going. And this is the yeah. route we're going to we get, we get, we get the route. We get the route, okay. and we're, we're going to, you know, Atlantic City is going to be the first show that we're doing, so we're going to have, you know, some bumps and grooves, but I feel that with the people that are involved, we'll, we'll have a very good success rate on sales, we'll have a very good success rate on people showing up, and then if we continue to use that model that we're breaking out, we feel that people will have a, a better agenda than coming to the show and seeing a guy that's talked, you know, uh, six times every show they go to, they're seeing something new and exciting that draws them to the show. That way, you know, we're, we're looking more at having it be a, uh, you know, first-come, 1st first serve basis, and it's a fight to get there. I, I agree. I agree. I'll tell you what, uh, I'll tell you what, you know, we've been in business a long time, and sometimes we get hooked up on, oh, it's the same old show. It's the same old thing. You know, fundamentally, like, if you ever played ball or you, you played an instrument, you know what I mean? You go through the scales playing ball. You warm up, I mean, uh, play an instrument, you go through the scales. Playing ball, you know, you stretch out a certain way and you run through your fundamental, you know, muscle memory moves, okay? And you do those things, you know, they're little leaguers do them, you know what I mean? All the way up to the major leagues, okay? Yeah, and you, you, you sometimes... On the repetitive thing, I agree. Some stuff we regurgitated too much, okay? But there are some fundamentals, like pressure washing 101, you know, yep. guys just getting into learning sales. Yeah, we've heard it all. We don't want to hear it again. But we can't forget that there's 20 or 30 new people that haven't heard it. Let me hear Let's no, hear the number. Not, I didn't say we're taking all that stuff out, but we are trying to add new things to every show to make them fun and exciting. No. We're still going to have the guys talk about safety is a huge thing. You know, we had a, one of our members die off a roof. So that should be something right. that we really stress on every single show. No matter what, there should be two or three conversations about safety to understand to these new guys that this isn't just a, you know, weekend warrior, get rich scheme type project. You know, this is serious shit. Oh. How can we make that safety fun, man? How can we do that? Give us time. Make it fun, I guess, by, uh, you know, 
showing that it is that it isn't fun. It's serious, you know. It it should be fun. We either you know, we either make it we either make it fun or we do it scared straight, right? I mean, I say I say scared straight. It's like walking into a high school gym and you do a week before prom. You have the orientation of the car flipped over and the people coming out bloody. You know, that's that's yeah, the but true. Yeah, the stats show that that doesn't work though. It's just it's, 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 the people that put it on think that it works, but the numbers show that it doesn't work. Um, yeah, but that's high school. That's, that's different. But I'm saying for us, you know, having a guy fall on a, on one of my job sites, you know, I thought my I thought my life and my career was over, let alone, you know, the, the guy himself oh, yeah. being hurt and still being hurt. You know, those type of stories go a long yep. way. Uh, unfortunately, when we have somebody pass away or somebody get, you know, take a water-fed pole to the electricity line, those are things that we all take for granted every day we get up there, and it might yep. be us next if we don't follow through with our safety. I think it's important that we make those examples. I think to make it more fun, we could um, maybe not more fun but more engaging. The, the guy Mike wrote, the dirty job guy, um, anybody that's interested in how this safety stuff works, you should really, like, check out his blog and some of the stuff he's written. He actually knows a lot about safety, and he got in a lot of trouble with some big corporations because he started talking about safety last. And it got a lot of people's attention because he realized, and he has this whole thing written out about it that makes a lot of sense, that when you go into a company and they were doing all this training and none of his TV crew got hurt for the first three years, then they went through all these trainings and all these trainings and all these trainings and people started getting hurt. And he realized that the reason people started getting hurt is because they weren't taking their own account for their safety. They were counting on that program that they took to protect them. They basically started believing that their safety was in somebody else's hands. Mike Rowe yeah. has this whole way of making people understand that safety is actually in your hands and that nobody else actually gives a shit that all those policies are in place to protect the company, not the employee, that employees are never <laughs> the company structure, and that safety is never first either. That the first thing in any company structure is profit. And he wants people to understand that and realize to take a, their own account of personal safety and not just count on the programs they've been taught. I think that that's a really smart take. And I think that if people start thinking that way, they will start thinking about their own safety rather than just what they were taught. And, and I'm wondering if we can't incorporate that some way and get people thinking that way, you know? Because that's what, yeah, I, I'm a victim of it, too. When I was in the union, it's like, put your hard hat on, put your glasses on, why? Well, there's no reason, just do it. You know, I, I know you're on a three-foot ladder, but put a lanyard on. That's not safety, that's policy. And that's what yeah. most of teach people, you know? And that's, not, and that's what turns people off. They, they realize the truth. They stop paying attention. They start just doing the steps, and they're not actually trying to be safe. I want people to learn to take personal accountability for their safety beyond their employers and beyond the safety programs. And that will get them more engaged regardless if it's fun or not, if we can find a way to get that mentality started, that culture started. Well, Rob, we can start with fun by going to the top of the hotel, strapping a rope on, and, and throwing you over the side of it and say, is that rope tied off or not, as you're going down. That'd be kind of I'll, fun. I'll show up. That sounds like fun. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be fun for everybody to watch. I got an idea, actually, that just came to me from what you said for fun. We could have contests for guys diving and bungee jumping. We could, have re- we could have safety awards that actually entail, like, adventure, you know, as the rewards. And I know everybody's like, oh, money, money, money. We don't need to pay for it, first of all. There's plenty of, like, we really need to reach out with this kind of stuff, guys. There's so many people that are adamant about contractors being safety on their job sites that they're willing to put money out. They're willing to get involved in these programs. I don't know exactly who they are off the top of my head, but, like, we could have a program like that, probably not pay for it, and not make it that expensive either. Wouldn't it be cool if your top safety guys went skydiving at the end of the year? Who's going to compete against that, guys? 
<laughs> come back with that and go, well, PW, uh, whatever you want to call it this week, is, is doing an awesome program, you know, skydive. <laughs> That'll make it fun. That'll make it something to shoot for. Yeah, I just something we'll just work with the safety committee on then. Hey, thinking about this, the environmental team now has a goal for the for 2015. What is the what you know when you you because I've got the two committee chair here besides Ray. You know what are we going to do? What's going to be your biggest goal? What is your guys' goal? I mean, you don't have to go think about it now, but man, let's let's have it laid out so that we got it next time you guys meet. Because I would really love to have I really love to have Morgan cover the newsletter and go over every, what every committee is is trying to strive for. And it don't have to be nothing big. It can be something very simple, very simple. Hell, it could be it could be that we're asking every member you know in the association to to do the safety module. You know, to have a hundred percent people you know involved in some kind of you know, safety training that went on during the year and, you know, actually take the test. Not certified, because we already talked about, I don't think we want safety certified. Everybody in agreement with that? Yep. So it could be just that simple. But, Bill, you and, and Ray and Andrew, you know, you gotta, you, you, we got to establish those goals in writing and put them down. And it can be something just what I just said. That's yeah. simple. A goal is to get every member pushed through the safety module and to actually receive some sort of hands-on training, period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and we won't call it a serve. We'll say that it's, a, it's part of a membership maintenance thing, like they have to do it to be a member. It's just part of being a member. Uh, it's yeah. like in a gun club. Every year in the gun club I'm part of, we have to go back through the our safety meeting to be to shoot out of the range. I mean, that's just part of you mean you mean to tell me you gotta do the same old thing over again, Andrew? You're kidding me. Seven years running. A lot, a lot of the jobs like Alcoa, John Deere, we get we have to send all our employees through there uh, once a year, doing the same old thing every year. I got another idea real quick that I just want to float real fast um, that came to me during this uh, for the for the make it fun. And it would also do the scared straight at the same time. I'm not quite sure how we pull together the resources of the people to create it, but what if we had like a mascot, an anti-mascot? What if we had, I'm just going to call it Joe Dipshit for right now. So what if we had Joe Dipshit, the cartoon character, who's always getting hurt, always getting in trouble as something as part of our thing? What do you guys think of that? You know, Bill, it all sounds great, but it's another, and Lonnie will tell you this, it's another project she can't manage. Right, Lonnie? Yeah, right now I'm kind of swamped with trying to get all this other training stuff done and everything. I'm not even talking about the training. All the projects you got, VIP passes, associate member fund. I mean, you, 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 yeah, you, I mean, I got just, a it's another. It's just another. It's just another theme, Bill. We can all say, you know, we can say everything is great. We can create all kinds of stuff, and we can talk about stuff. And I guess this gets me back to Andrew's thing of everybody's mind melting over there at the convention committee issue. But we need some real work done. We need some tasks at hand done. 
And, and sometimes these things are menial, but these are hours for our employees sometimes. And if we can alleviate, if we can alleviate that, those, those little menial things, and, and they can be the pipeline and get it in, sometimes it helps. Because sometimes they can't find the time in a day, and once they get off track of what they're doing, when they're trying to manage the one things that they're trying to manage, they get out, they, you know, it's another, it's another direction they're, they're pulled. Yeah, I understand. So, you know, I mean, and that's and that's the thing. Let's just go ahead and tell tell everybody what we've done with Nate. Is he doing this yet? Nate just started. The, he just started that this week. Yeah, I just got him started. Okay. Well, there's been no announcement of it. So okay. maybe is Nate is Nate good enough to write his own announcement so that Nicole can blast it? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Okay. Then let's let's since we're paying Nate now, let's have him be let's let's have him do that. Let's you know and have him hold them accountable to the things that he needs. Because if he's not getting the things he needs, we're wasting more money by paying him to do this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He actually asked, the, uh, about about being able to edit that directory soon. He wants to know you know when he'll be able to do that. Uh, it'll probably be a week or two. I'll be able to train them on that. Okay. We can get started on that next week. I'll be out of town until uh, Tuesday. Yeah, we're all out of town next week, so it'll it'll more likely be the week or so two. You're, so you're telling me that the when somebody becomes certified now, not Nicole, not Leilani, we will have a person that knew the person was certified and we'll be able not only to get them their badges, but to fix their directory listing and make sure that they're clear on everything that they need. And we're only going to have one person do this now. That's right. Yeah. And, and we've also been working on making sure that he's being thorough to get back with them when they need answers or when they disappear. We have The biggest problem we have with losing people is they just disappear and they don't communicate with us anymore. So we're trying to change that by making sure that we keep reaching out to them until we know why. So, uh, that's, that's have we good. have we created have we created a UAMCC Facebook for him to touch these people or not? Uh, we, we, him and me talked about this yesterday and just started the daily like today. So no, we haven't done any of that yet. Uh, all we discussed was what his hours would be, and he's thinking that he wants to do like dude for now. We're a little worried that might change when Wash fires back up for the season, but for now it's going to be noon Monday through Thursday, noon to one. And he's going to walk those hours like we talked about, too. So when there's a backlog that he hasn't worked and there's three hours of cert work to do like there was last week one day, um, you know, he'll have the time already paid for. So that's, that's what it looks like right now. Nothing else is in place yet, but I know what we want. I know we want the Facebook page, his UAMCC email, and that announcement, and people will be able to have access to him easily that way. Anybody watch my... Uh... I just want to rub this in, and Tony, did anybody watch my blogging sale video yet? Uh, I I can't watch that stuff. I don't have time to watch it. If you'd make them as long, I'd be all who, over. Who did? Who did? Who watched it? Who said they did watch it? I said that. Sorry. You probably heard me. You watched it? No. Sir, no. no. Okay, so nobody watched it. Are you talking about that sales stuff or 
What are you talking about? I sold I sold an account over Facebook in in less than four minutes. The contract, everything. You didn't see it, Lonnie. Yeah, yeah, I seen it. I was like, yeah, I seen that. The commercial, yeah. It was four minutes. Signed contract. That's all it took. So I'm gonna just tell you guys, man. This organization is heavily dependent on Facebook and social media, heavily, heavily. And I'm going to write a new course on social media selling that I'll probably that I'll make room for me at the convention, Andrew. I'll probably do an hour, but I guarantee it's going to be bigger than that. As I continue to knock these, as I continue to knock these sales down on social media. There's going to become a frenzy of people doing it just like I'm doing it. So, um, I don't know if we'll have room at uh, the national convention for you, Ron. <laughs> sure. Um, we'll have to have Doug pull his presidential authority. <laughs> anyway, hey, real rough because we only got about eight minutes. Nicole, is there anything on that agenda? that we have to talk about that we can table off till next time? Uh, uh, we have to talk about Gene Feivel, Ron. We, well, we can talk about him, but is there anything else, Nicole? I need to make an update to the financial report reports. Um, that is, um, we, the accountant and I have found a discrepancy. The reason why we haven't put online statements of our um sorry um summary statements online yet is we found a discrepancy in November that needs to be fixed and so that's going to be taken care of we'll have a full chart of accounts report available mid March yeah so, we're going to we're going to we're going to provide instead of a, a summary we're going to give a uh we're basically going to give a chart of all the accounts. We'll, they'll basically see a line item on everything that we spent. So when you see, like, what we spent on postage, it's not going to be the breakdown on postage on events. It's going to be the amount we completely spent on postage versus, uh, you know, that we spent this much postage on this event, this much postage. In other words, it won't be, it won't be an itemized report, but right. it'll, be a full, it'll be a full chart in summary. And some of the problem with this, and this is why we hired a professional accountant, Nicole is not a professional accountant, and the chart of accounts is, is not correct. So if we posted it now, we would have things that are in the wrong categories. So it's just a matter of getting these things lined up in the categories and filling in. Nicole, I'm just going to throw you under the bus. Some no. procrastination that right. Nicole is not has not completed. Now, moving forward, what they're working on now is they're getting January done and February done so that we can post those on March. Then we've got to go back to this the bit of the mess, which is actually I think it's October, November, and December, and close out the year properly. The year was closed out, but as we found out with a, with a pro looking at it, it's not correct. Now, it's not correct in the sense that the money's wrong. It's correct. It's incorrect in that the line item, line iteming is wrong, and there's some things that we're missing uh, due to the fact that 
we've had a growth in the organization. We're limited on our resources of what we're doing. And this goes to my next step is why Lonnie's now dual training with Nicole. And she's been, how long have you been in training dual here, Lonnie? For about two weeks now. Okay. Are you ready for your test today? Yeah. Okay. She's doing a, She's going to mock a test for me today to take a member completely through the entire process from everything, a complete member, doing everything that needs to be done on the entire list and run the member completely through. Where are you going to be rusty at at this point, Lonnie? My, my weakest point right now is probably um, really, if I, I think I need a little bit more training with the QuickBooks stuff just because there's so much stuff we have to add um, in certain places where we have to put stuff. And But besides that, that's probably about my weakest point, but I, I still can get somebody through. Okay. But the directory listing, once the badge thing's fixed, all that other stuff, oh, yeah. you're going to be good oh, yeah. with that. Okay. Oh, yeah. Right. Actually, the other day when I entered in and did the admin thread for the five new that came through, I actually created the directory listing for them as well. Okay. Okay. And our, accountant, and our accountant's going to slimline some of the, the batch closing and make things a little easier on Nicole as far as trying to keep track of some of this stuff. Um, Nicole just doesn't have an accounting mind. Neither do I. Um, but we're doing, we're making a lot of steps that could be more automated, and we should be, we should be able to refine right. these. Now, yeah. when, when she, when her and Nicole and Leilani get all that down, um, what we're, what we're wanting to do is to do what we originally intended was to have a closeout and reconciliation. Uh, not not a, not a reconciliation. A closeout every week on uh, on the week. So we what we do is we run this. So you guys didn't under, if you guys didn't understand those reports, we run this by the week, and that's for the accountability on not missing somebody. So what week are we in right now? What week is it? Either one of you know. This is Sorry, a question. Uh, we're on week eight. We just okay. entered week so, eight. So we're on week eight, and we close out. We're going to close out by the week, which means that we're going to close out any receivables or payables as well. Now, obviously, receivables that come in won't be closed out until the following week because we're not ridiculous. We're not paying a bill necessarily the day we get it, but we will make a commitment to pay the bill the following week. So if something comes in week eight, it's paid week nine, we're closed out on it. And that's going to be our policy on how we're going to run things, no matter what the net is. We don't, we don't care what the net is. We're going to pay things as we get them so that our, all of our purveyors love us and continue to want to work with us and give us discounts, okay? That's something that hasn't been happening because when we get a flush of members, what happens is when she gets 20 members from an event or 15 members from an event, her single-handedly having to do this, she gets flooded with trying to enter all that data in, and then she's not able to take care of dotting the I's and crossing the T's, okay? We can release a report um, like we've done in the minutes uh, 
as far as those reports are in the minutes. Uh, this itemized report, best, best scenario is going to be probably March 15th, and I wouldn't tell anybody that. That's our goal. Um, we're still we're still up against the wall of where she's going in and finding more and more as she works more and more hours. But she now has the uh, the blueprint of what we want as far as uh, the accounting goes. Uh, a little bit of the problem, and I, I don't think you guys all know this, but let me explain it to you. We have a payroll account. Uh, which we're okay on that because now we're maintaining a $2,500 uh, balance in there at all times. That's always there. Uh, and that means that we basically can run one month if something happens. That's about it. Uh, the capital account, the capital expense account is low, as you heard that balance today. That's why I want to do this membership drive. I want to leave Doug with at least ten dollars 15000 in that capital account so that we're okay. Now, what happens on expenses and receivables, we pretty much get money in and we flush it right back out. So we're running, you know, we're, 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 we're in the black, but, I mean, we're really close to that red line on, on this. And what, when, when Julie gets everything sorted out, we'll, be out, we'll have a better look at, and I'll just use the example of we'll have a better look at saying, uh, what did we spend average on postage last year? Then we're going to budget that for the following month and so on and so on and so on with obviously looking at that in October and November and increasing those for 2016. But we're not to that part yet because of the way we line-itemed everything. We, we can't get those clear numbers. When we can get those clear numbers, then we'll be able to make those budgets in every category. The only one that I think we have that clear number that we can know right now is payroll because it's just one distinct thing. And I know you guys might say, well, how do you not know how much postage you spend? The problem is that we know how much postage we spend. We don't know right now clearly that this postage went to Mid-Atlantic Show. This postage went to the Orlando show. This postage went to the newsletter. And we need to make sure that we have all those things broke down properly before we give an official statement. And there's a reason for this is we've reported back to these education people when we give them a report of their account when they've given us the money to run a no-cost show. We've given them a, an expense, and we've got to make sure that those reports match or we can get into a little predicament of, hey, Ron, you told me the Mid-Atlantic show cost $4,200, and I'm looking at this summary, and you said that postage cost $700 for me to do that mailer, and here it's showing it was all, your whole total month was only 650 Well, then we're going to have a problem. You know, so we need, to, we need to make sure that these things are, are accurate. Uh, before we post them. Has that cured Gene for you, Tony? No. Has Gene gotten... Uh, has, what is the status of uh, the committee that Gene is supposed to be on? Let me show you. Let me tell you how rinky-dink and how it's going to be even more of a can of worms for, for 
Gene. According to the bylaws, the Oversight Committee has no authority at all other than we report to them that we spent the money. That's it. So I'll give you, I'll give you an idea. I'll give you an example. If we spend over $500, she notifies them that we spent over $500. If we spent over 1000 the only thing the over is 1000 the threshold, Nicole, is it 1000 I'll just say it's a thousand. I'll just say it's a thousand. We need a board approval to spend anything over a thousand. We never spend anything over a thousand. And the thousand and the thousands that we do when we do, like when you see a hotel or something go through, it's not membership money. I guess what it's I'm trying subject. to say I guess what I'm trying to say is um regardless of whether or not Gene has been uh, uh back and forth you know, on on things. Gene Gene was the first power washer I met. Um, besides meeting you, um, he was the first. He was the first one I ever met. I met him seven years ago. He's a member of the association. He is a constant uh, pain about how money is being spent, but that's only because he doesn't realize the money's being spent for the right things because he's not aware of it. So if you put him on that, and if we give him. Why not have another person with uh, uh, for accountability issues that can come to you and say, "Hey, Ron, you know this doesn't look right. Explain to me what happened here. What's what's wrong with that?" Well, getting this will be. I think that I think we talked about. I think Doug. I, I think Doug and I talked about this morning, didn't we, Doug? Yes. Yeah, Doug and I agreed that when we move into the future here. What's here's here's part of the, the the situation. I'm a volunteer director. Also being told, look, I I bust my ass every day to make sure that I'm going to tell you something. There's not everything running perfect here by no means, but this is something that I tried to instill with Charlie. And I guess we got off the off the path, and, I, and, and I'm going to instill it here. The accountability has to start here. First of all, the vice president is, is should be accountable over every committee. The secretary should be holding the treasurer accountable to get the financial reports to them, and the secretary should be holding the a director or whoever it is that's going to post these financial statements to get them up, as well as the minutes. And really, the secretary is completely responsible holding both those branches accountable for that, okay? So that would be you, Tony. So going forward, you know, and I'm not saying you got to do a whole lot of work, Tony. You just got to make sure that, hey, Nicole, Am I going to have the financial statement closed out this month so that I can give this to the membership? Because you are the secretary. Yes. You're basically you're basically the guy that holds the documents. So I need you, Tony, to hold Nicole. And well, it won't be Chris next month, but I need you to hold them accountable to saying, "Hey, here's where they are." 
Because here's the problem that when I get involved in this, I'm running around doing everything else, trying to make sure show goes, trying to make sure we got bodies in the seats, trying to make sure we got name tags, trying to make sure this, trying to make sure that. You know what? I'll be honest with you. The 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 part on this accounting is much is my fault as it is Nicole's because we procrastinated doing what we should have done a long time ago. We should have hired a professional. We should have hired a professional. Let me let me tell you something. As far as the accounting goes, um, the reason that you have to do so much is because you've got a volunteer that is sitting there waiting and wanting to be delegated the authority to do that, and you won't give it to him. That's what yeah. I'm saying. I, I would delegate that authority to Gene and let Gene take care of that. Gene can stay on them and try to find out what's going on with the money and stuff. It's another volunteer, and it takes a little bit of burden off of everybody Tony, else here. Tony, then, I, then, then here's how we'll do it. The, just like I told you, you're over every committee. You are now officially over the oversight committee. And, All right. you, do whatever, and you do whatever you want to do with them. I think that we just said the same thing in a circle. Probably. Yeah, I'm sure that's probably the case. Yeah, because I'm telling you, bring it on. That's what I'm saying. And from now on, ultimately, though, from this day forward, those reports fall on your shoulders as the secretary. The minutes being posted and the financial summary. If they're not there... You need to note it in the minutes from now on that you haven't gotten what your committee was asked to to get. Period. It needs to be noted in the minutes that your okay. committee asked for it and it didn't happen. And okay. that's holding, and that's going to be holding the director accountable for her actions. Now, I will also be responsible for dealing with Gene. Um, I'll have a call with him today. I'll tell him, this is how I'm laying it out. This is how this needs to be done. And if he breaks the uh, parameters that I set for him, I'm going to tell him that I'm going to remove him. Can I unilaterally remove him if he doesn't Absolutely. do it? Please. I, I just said you're over. Every board of director is the boss over every committee. Of course, you know, we have to have etiquette. But absolutely, if there's, if there's insubordination, immediately remove them. Period. Okay. All right. So that that solves that, and I don't have an issue because I was telling, I was trying to get the same thing you're saying about this committee. I'm trying to motivate Andrew to understand that he has warriors out there that are willing to do these menial things, and we need to figure out. All, you know, every time you guys, every and here's a, here's the thing. Every time it pops in your head, and I think Bill's learned this now. Every time it pops in your head, we have paid staff. Why don't they do this? It should pop in your head that we're a not-for-profit organization, and why don't we find a member to utilize to get it done? That's what should pop in our head before we keep. I'm going to tell you right now, man. The staff is taxed. Lonnie's got five programs. She probably couldn't even name them because she's forgotten them. I got okay? it. And these are programs that she has to drive and make sure they run or members don't sign up. And if we kill our revenue stream, we're screwed. 
Yep. Gotcha. Hundred percent. And Nicole, you know, this is a this is a boot right up your ass. What we're doing right here. I understand. And and they're and they're and now that we've got this kind of involvement, there can't be any more relaxed anything. Absolutely. Period. Right. And when things and when things are not done, they have to be done. Yes. Nicole, I'll use a flip flop, but toes don't feel good either. Real, real quick, if you don't mind, for some clarification, what was the Gene originally wanted to? I couldn't hear that. Me neither. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. For clarification, can you tell me what Gene originally wanted to? <coughs> I still couldn't hear it. I'm, I'm sorry. Can you guys hear me now? Just barely. Oh, hold on. Let me fix that. Yeah, is that better? Yep. Yes. Yeah. All right. I'm oh, sorry. I was my mic. Um, I, I just for clarification and quickly, if somebody could just tell me what Gene originally wanted. Um, Gene wants to be uh, in charge of the oversight committee, and he's he's always thinking somebody's doing something wrong with the money. And I told him if he only knew what little amount of money we have to work with and how much we spend oh. of our own money on this stuff, okay. then he would hey, he Tony. would understand. Well, I think yeah. you guys are putting him in a good spot. There, that's a good guy to have there. That's great. Thanks. Hey, okay. Tony. Yes. This is Doug. Um, yes, sir. I actually think it's the perfect committee for him to be on due to uh, the way that the bylaw is written. Um, maybe he'll see, you know, that we're just operating on the parameters of the bylaws that we inherited, and he'll see that, um, <laughs> you know, some of the stuff needs to be changed, and he, and he may be able to help us in changing or whatever, but I think he's going to, what he's wanting to do is he thinks he's going to have more authority than he really does. And he's going to find out um, how we operate and everything that we do is, is pretty much by the book. So, yeah, and I, w- I will certainly explain that to him. Yeah. So there's no authority. There's no decision making. All right. it is, is an, he gets an email when we say we're going to spend $500 or more. That's it. Yeah, and 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 all he's there to do is to keep track of it, and basically uh, report that what we're doing is above board and according to the bylaws. That's it. Right. And if he has any if he has any issues, he, I'm going to explain to him that he has to tell us about those issues first, and uh, we talk about we we'll figure out what the problem is if there is a problem, and there there might be some problems. Right. And as as time goes by. We'll figure out how to work all those problems, and he's going to be a part of informing us on how to fix those. And we'll we'll just work together. Yeah, you, you know what's up, Scott. Part of what Doug just brought up there is the only problem I ever had with a guy like that. We had a guy back in the RCIA days that wanted to get involved, and as soon as he saw that not everything was picture perfect and we weren't like you know running like IBM, he was like, "Oh my God, it's the end of the world." That's the only attitude you ever got to watch out for. Some people don't understand growth, but uh, other than that, you know, I've had. I, yeah, I think you're putting him in the right well, place. Well, the thing is, I'm glad Ron said it the way he did about me me being able to go with him because I have a very good relationship with him, and I always have. Uh, some of you guys may not because you may not know him as well or have not talked to him as much over the years, but I've always had a great relationship with him, and I think that this can work out very well for us. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, hey, I've got about, I've got about, uh, I've got about 
ingrained in prizes, okay, that we can give away on a membership drive on my way out the door. Um, I'm going to give this thing to Doug officially on the 5th, which is going to be our last board meeting, which will be in Phoenix. We'll be in Phoenix that day. It'll be a Thursday. Um, what what we should, you know, we've got we've to put another 70 or 80 guys. That's about 18 grand in the bank if we could do that. Um, I think that will give a, a really good cushion. Uh, it'll it'll all be reserved. It shouldn't be money. We're operating now on on what we bring in and and flush back out. But I think it would be a good little uh, pet for us to put that money in the bank and have it there as a padding for the future. Um, the thing is is I can sit there and I got these I got these wonderful prizes from five hundred to fifteen hundred dollars. Some gave us two and three of these things, okay? Um, we have three major pieces of equipment to give away at the National Convention, a full reclaim system, a water dragon, and Russ Johnson. Um, Everett gave five, two people, three uh, classes. Russ, I'm still waiting on him. Paul gave a bunch of stuff, I can't even name it, but keep in mind that everything he gave is over 500 in value. AC gave three roof cleaning machines, uh, valued over $500. Jake Clark's giving one wood guy $500 worth of product. Rich Coletti's giving two pail pumps and in a, in a, in a, in a thing of seal, which is valued over $500 each, so that's 1000 bucks. Steve Harner's given a $700 24-inch surface cleaner away. Carlos has given five pails of EBC to one guy, valued at like $580. Dave Bay's given a $698 surface cleaner away. Jerry's giving away not only a full reclaim unit at the convention, but for the membership drive, he's given an SCB 21-inch. I guess that vacuum cleaner, recovery cleaner, uh, Links out at about sixteen ninety five retail. Kevin Porter's given another surface cleaner value at six hundred ninety nine dollars. Charlie Soden's going to give a webinar to five people chosen during this membership drive. Agua Fleet gave away a remote start. I got to call him back because it's not over five hundred dollars. Um, and Sunbright's flat out giving a five hundred dollar gift card to use in their store for anything they want, plus. Two class, two people get to take the six hundred ninety-nine dollar classes. So he gave a value of about eighteen hundred dollars worth of prizes himself, which shocked me. Okay, shocked me. Um, there's more guys that are weighing in on this, um, but if we do this membership drive, we got to turn it up. How are we going to do that? Is it going to be only Ron promoting the membership drive? Only Ron trying to take credit cards? Because I'll tell you right now, Lonnie and Nicole, if we do this right, they're not going to have time to promote. They should be airing people and getting them in the association. But I, but, I, but I need help. If we start this, I need help. I need I need all the guys 
that are on the, you know, George, you put somebody in the pay it forward program, right? Who'd you put in? George not here today? George missed the meeting? Anybody else put anybody in the pay it forward program here, Doug? George was on the meeting. Doug, did you put anybody? I put Cameron in. You put Cameron in. Okay. We need we I don't, I don't believe I'll put anybody in yet. Okay. We need to call all the cards on this. I'll put about three guys in. Probably oh, and Andy Vickers has got five hundred dollars for the membership too. I forgot to put him in that. I gotta actually put him in the notes so I don't forget him. Um you know, he got he's got five hundred dollars towards scholarship for new members that step up. Maybe we make it the first five guys that step up during the membership drive get a hundred dollars off from Andy Vickers. I don't know what we're gonna do with that, but we gotta figure something out. Um you know, uh, Andy's probably the only one that I put in the Pay It Forward program that's, quote, paid it forward. Andy Vickers put in probably about seven or eight guys. Are you talking about and something new or that Pay It Forward that we did a long time ago? It's Pay It Forward that we did a long time ago, but let me let me backtrack. I'm stepping out. I'd like to see 500 members. We're at 424 right now. Is that correct, Nicole? Nicole, 424? Yeah. Yes, yes, that's correct. We need 76 people. I'm laying it down on the fifth regardless. But I'd like to see a 500 before I laid it down. I'm basically saying, are you guys going to help? Really going to help? I need real help. Well, I'll do I'll do uh, at least one guy. I mean, I'll do at least one guy. I, I'll just have to figure out how to do that when I can sit down and I don't even know where the well, guy's doing that anymore. I think what yeah. I think what, Ron, I think what Ron's talking about is he needs help promoting it, and us all doing our share of promoting the org and the membership drive. Am, am I correct, Ron? Yes, taking phone calls when you see somebody's interested. Call them. Talk to them. You know, get involved, message them, fellowship them. Sometimes these people just need a simple private message saying, hey, would you like to join? And guess what happens? Do you want to tell them, Lonnie? They join. But we just don't have enough people doing that, do we, Lonnie? No, we don't. The only thing I've been able to do out here is I looked up anybody that does power washing out here, and then when we went to Reno, I looked up people that do power yeah. washing. And if I can, if I'm driving around, I will stop and and drop off a card yeah. and say hello to them, introduce yeah. them, and stuff like that. Well, but Ron, just if you're trying to say that you want this done in the next month. I'm not your person because I just don't have the time. Yeah. I just need a collective effort of the of the board of directors doing what we need to do on social media. 
logging into the website and being interactive, welcoming other members, encouraging other members to to fellowship <laughs> other members. I mean, if we put if we start this, here's my thing in this. I'm going to talk one of these big prizes every 10 members. And I'll include everybody that gave a referral and every new member. What we need to do is cause some excitement. I'm not, I'm not worried about the one guy you can bring in, Tony. I want to cause some excitement, and I want the entire BOD sharing the excitement. I want to encourage the members to share the excitement. And that alone, what do you think, Doug? How many people do you think that will bring in? If we keep this going, can we get 100? Oh, absolutely. What if we offer prizes to the membership and involve them in the membership drive in that form? What if we offer prizes for the top producers? No, because what happens is then you lose faith on everybody else. They'll go, oh, he brought in 10 guys. I'm out. I'm done. Yeah, you know, you, you can't do that. you got to include everybody that brings a member. If we only instilled the program for every member to bring in a quarter member, we, we achieve our goal. And every right. member, we, if we went right now and said, every member just bring in one quarter of a person, we'd make our goal. Mm-hmm. And you don't think that there's every member has another member that might join? So what if we make? A, what if we? What, what is? Is there a, so? Is there a way to do that with everybody instead of a prize for the top producers? What if there's something we can give people for earning hey, their, Bill, you know, Bill, earning Bill, maybe Bill, giving that other membership? Bill, you did. You didn't listen. I have uh, a shit ton of prizes given to me yeah. for this drive. I know. Every that. ten members, I can talk a new prize, major, five hundred mm-hmm. to fifteen hundred dollars. So it should get some people excited. But the only problem I have is if I start this and I'm the only one driving it, is that exciting? No. No, I got you. Yep. So you do I want to involve the membership. I need your guys' commitment to be the foundation to drive it. Each and every one of you. I need you to be cheerleaders. I need you to step up and say, hey, join this association today. You just missed a $1,500 prize. The next 10 new members and the people who refer them will be in the random drawing to win the next one. And here it is, an $800 surface cleaner, a roof cleaning machine, a window cleaning machine, a hot water skid, whatever it might be. Yep. I think that sounds great. Okay, if I start it, though, we can't, you know, it's like these projects with Lonnie. Sometimes her projects get put on the back burner because she's being stressed out and there's not enough time. I can't rely on Nicole and Lonnie. As a matter of fact, if this works, they're going to be busy on the keyboard entering these people in efficiently. That's what's going to happen. They're going to be swamped just entering people in if this works. Because if you think about this, if I do it every 10 referrals, that's 20 people for a prize drawing. Perfect. And if I do it every, and and we'll include, we'll keep including the people in if they they ever gave a referral for the time of the drive, if they refer, if they refer a second person, we'll give them an we'll give them an additional chance if they bring in another person. So if somebody ever for every referral they get, they get that many chances. 
And the new member only gets one one opportunity. That's it. So if the new member brings so if the new member brings in somebody else, they got two chances. That's the only other way they can get a second chance. I think it's awesome. It's an awesome idea. I can start it, but it's got we've gotta we've gotta have momentum. It means that in our calendars, all of us have to wake up every day, go to that blog and pop it. Because we only need to make it one blog in, on Facebook and one staple on the website. Because to be real honest with you, I want them all coming to the website. Has anybody noticed the increase in traffic on the website? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's what we need to do. We also need to encourage that traffic on the website. Unfortunately, we have 50,000 people on Facebook that are in the pressure washing industry that we need to make excitement on Facebook because that's our main platform and Twitter. But we need to work on it. We need to all work collectively on that website. Uh, we got a great website, man. We really do. I'm talking about that BBS. It's awesome. Awesome. Hey, uh, Ron, this is Paul Schneider. Oh, you're here, man. Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that I got a notification last week that this was supposed to start at 11 a.m. Central. What time did you guys start today? 11 oh, an hour ago. Yeah, an uh, hour and a half ago, actually. God, an hour and a half ago, we got to get going. My dad's just been sitting here waiting for it to start. I could have called earlier, but it said 11 a.m. <laughs> well, so. you, missed a lot of good, you missed a lot of good stuff, Paul. But I guess I did. Any, I, I guess I'll read about it in that, minutes, but I, you I, I don't it, know how that happened. Answer. I mean, we are about to wrap it up. Yeah. I. Anyway, as far as promoting goes, um, I've got a, a list of guys that have um, downloaded information about hood cleaning for me. I can promote to them. You know, and I have been promoting to guys that call me. So. Right. What do you do? You just take you just take their credit cards, and then what do you do after that? Okay. Nicole, you just need to send them the link. Okay. Every BOD member is supposed to have their own link anyways, aren't they? Right. Okay. Well, has that happened? It, it has. I don't have the short URL. I have the link established. Yeah. Okay. Give 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 the BOD the same link and this and there and there is a referral box, correct? There there absolutely is, yeah. It's uh if, if, there's, not a, just, if there's not if there's not a referral box head in the water. It no, it is there is a referral box. It's simply UAMCC dot org slash join. There you go. Just have them, right. just have them do that. That out too. You guys understand, Lonnie and Nicole, if I start this and, you know, somebody doesn't get put into a thing, a prize, I'm going to have to give them a prize if you screw up, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I just wanted you to understand how how important it is that this, this can't get screwed up. You know, you guys, you guys got to keep this information, you know. And I also, on the on the level of you guys doing this, Lonnie, you know, you need to be a driver on, you know, making a big deal out of somebody giving a referral to encourage others to do it. 
In other words, a big hey, oh, a big thank you out to a big thank media. you out to Paul Schneider for sending two more grease guys to the association. Thank you, Paul. You understand? Yep, absolutely. Yep. Be excited, Paul, because you're in the drawing for the ten thousand dollars skid now. If we don't do that, it won't work. I think I'm really seeing your vision on this. I think uh, huh? I think this is I think we can repeat this one. I think we can nail this and, and repeat it. And I think I think the kind of energy you're trying to create. I hope other guys are seeing it the way I am right now. Like this is like this is this is a short term thing. It's something we should do once or twice a year. But everybody gets on board, whether we're adamant on social media normally or not. And it's something we do for the short period of time, and it works. I think this could, I think this is something we should do like once or twice a year. And uh, and and I'm on board. You know, I can I can set two weeks or a month of dates to to keep pushing this every day. <clears throat> Absolutely, but but I'm just telling you, man. I've gotta I've gotta have it. Hey, Doug, I don't want to delay giving you the presidency, but did you get your did you get your information back yet or not? No, not yet. Okay, when are you getting it? Oh, I go today. <laughs> okay, so you'll know today. Okay, hey man, if there's any bad information, we 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 could we could we could delay it. And say, actually, we could make it a thing to get me out of office. I, I'm out at 500. We could do that too. Nobody likes that idea. I don't, I don't see a problem with it. Uh, yeah, that, that opens it up to you being here forever. <laughs> no. I have to tell you right now, I really believe that we can get – I believe that if we all put our heads together and promote this, I think with 400 members, like I told you, it only has to have a quarter of the members step up and say, I'll bring somebody in. We only need one quarter of the membership to say, I'll bring somebody in. And yep. you don't think when they see prize after prize being given away, you don't think they're going to reach down and go, ah, you know what, Bill's my best friend. I'm just going to call him and tell him to join. I think uh, I think I brought this up. I just want to plant this seed real quick. I know we're not going to start it tomorrow, but I think I brought this up before. And I think in the future, or here in the, in the near future, like this year, I think if we can come to a consensus of how it would work. But I, I really think we should offer a constant referral benefit too. I think there should be like a payment or a deduction or something. Like it's harder to deduct their renewal because it's automatic. But you know, maybe this is a bad example, but that's how you know that's how Hoffa started the Teamsters. Like they would pay people to go out and get people, and they would all get a piece. I, I think we would have some big promoters, even if it's just like ten bucks that they get for bringing in a member. I think you'd have some people out there that were really excited to make that ten bucks. Believe it or not, you get one. Well, or two, how about how about then? How about if you do a referral? We just we just after we get done with this drive, we institute a prize a month, a major prize per month. Yeah, we can do a major prize them, for all referrals. Instead, we can do $10 them, every referral major, you bring in with a monthly no, no, check sent out to the people, you know, account, any of That's an accounting nightmare, Bill. Yeah, it we probably is. If we make the prize right. worth yep. it enough, we'll have guys referring every month. Yep, yep. If we make I think the prize right. big enough, we'll have guys, especially when they go, we're giving a $7,000 skid away, and there's only four people in it. Yep. <laughs> if we can make it enticing enough, consistent, hey, you know, hey, uh, you, reward. Hey, could you yep. see leading up to the to five days out, you go, yep. and there's only four people in it. How many people are going to reach down and say, hey, man, I just put so-and-so in it because I want to be in the drawing. And the skid's a great idea. If you start running into a little bit of issue of like, oh, I've given six kids away over the past 
year, you know, and I don't want to give you another one because I'm not getting much. Well, then make it, well, if we get 20 members this month, you'll get a little bit of money back for your skid, too. Like, we can make it work for every part if we just balance the numbers, you know what I mean? Well, we got to be careful so. on that, though, because that gets into gambling. But, yeah. Yeah, you know, okay, it's, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's got to be a clear, hey, they're giving the skid away. There's no strings attached because once you start saying, yeah. hey, I'm going to send business your way, you start saying, hey, you know, then they got to buy something. It's just like uh, ProChem calls me up and goes, what do you think if I tell everybody if they buy uh, a thing that they're entered into my drawing for my skid? And I'm like, well, if you want to go to jail for promotion of gambling, it's a felony. But, you know, other than that, yep. it looks good, you know, because yeah. that's what it is. You know, you yep. can't do that stuff. That's so, why we don't do the raffles, too, at the, at the trade shows. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, hey, do me a favor, guys. Can we – can we convene again on uh, – we'll be over in Houston on Monday. Can we, can we convene on this on Monday? Because we really don't have a lot of time to get this started. I haven't seen a, I haven't seen a 100% yes, I'm in. And I really want to see that. That's what I want to see because I don't see enough guys here jumping up and saying, yeah, it's a great idea, it sounds great. So maybe you guys want to sleep on it over the weekend and come back and tell me on Monday. I need everybody in. I really do. And then if you're not in, I need to know you're not in because then I don't have to have any let down expectations that, you know, you're not doing it. Hey, Ron, what time are we talking about on Monday? If we're going to be name convenient. the time, Paul, because it doesn't really matter to me. 11 o'clock? Doesn't matter to me either. 11's all right. You in the middle of I your will, class, then? I wouldn't be available till the afternoon on Monday. Yeah, well, you're well, Doug. You're Doug. You're in anyway, so you don't need to be there. Well, we could use his enthusiasm. What if we Doug, do it the Doug, afternoon Doug, on Monday? Doug's, are, Doug's already in. Bill's in, so Bill don't need to be there. The only people that need to be there are the people that aren't in. So I guess at eleven o'clock on eleven o'clock on Monday, we're gonna have a meeting. And if you're not there, it means you're in. Name a time, <laughs> like but name a time zone. <laughs> 11, 11 Central. It's it's we're going by Paul's time. Eleven Central. Just there there. is eleven eleven Central. If you're not there, you're in. So if you're not there, I'll assume that you're in one hundred percent, which means that, that, that what did I say? We're gonna have a timer in the morning that wakes you up and says, I need to go look for this blog and pump it and find out what's going on with it. If we've got nine guys pumping that blog, trust me, the membership will take over for us. We just have to get it started. We'll even put a thing in it that you refer and share the blog. You get a chance. Just log what blog are you, like what, blog are you for you. what blog are you talking about? The one we're going to start. Oh, okay. All right. So well, as long as I know Paul, how to access Paul, that. Paul, you're you know what? Not just, you're just you're lost on the social media thing. You know, it's it's just you just you're not in it. I mean, and you don't. Bill sees what I'm talking about. I think I think Doug gets it. Some of the other guys may get it. I don't know, but they'll get it after they do this. And you'll have a yeah. if you really do this with us, Paul. I think you'll have an understanding of how how powerful social media really is. So it's probably a good thing to get my feet wet on. So okay. Absolutely. It'll That's probably a good one too, you more than it'll you're, not gonna, you're not likely to make any mistakes with this one either that, that would cause you any harm. So it's good, it is a good starting place, you know. Yeah. Cool. So, All right, anyways, thanks. hey, guys, we, we should have ended this meeting a long time ago. Uh, I'm going to ask somebody to make a motion to end the meeting. I make a motion we end the meeting, Tony. 
Back to Bill. All right, the meeting's adjourned at 12.38 a.m. One moment while I cut off the recording. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.